Welcome to this episode of Here's Something Good, a production of the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Each day, we aspire to bring you the good news, the silver lining, the glass half full, because there is good happening in the world everywhere, every day. We just need to look for it and share it. Here's something good for today. Every woman needs an ally in the workplace, someone who will speak up on her behalf, recognize her contributions, and recommend her for promotion. This is especially true for women of color. According to recent research from McKinsey and Lean In, Black women often don't get the sponsorship and advocacy they need to advance and are underrepresented in senior management. Today, we're talking to Dr. Sierra Graham, a career coach and speaker who writes frequently on the challenges women of color face in the workplace. She's also the director of Everett Community College's East County Campus in Monroe, Washington. Here's what Dr. Graham had to say. Thanks so much for joining us, Dr. Graham. Happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. We've discussed on this podcast in the past that women in the workplace often struggle to be seen and to be heard. How is that situation magnified for women of color? First, I want to acknowledge that speaking up in the workplace for many women is is quite challenging and it's very difficult. But women of color uh, face what we call a double jeopardy. And basically, this term means that um, they experience both racism and sexism, and they have to confront negative stereotypes based on their race and their gender. To give an example of what this double jeopardy looks like, uh, for Black women in particular, there is a stereotype of the angry Black female. Um, She's seen as too strong. She has too much attitude. um, She's too confrontational. Um, She's typically um, someone who's seen as very oppositional um, in terms of uh, the workplace culture. And so for many Black women in predominantly white um, workplaces, as well as predominantly male workplaces, it's this fear of kind of confirming this stereotype that prevents them from speaking up and um, being heard. And I wrote an article in Career Contessa. Career Contessa is a platform for women professionals. Um, And I talked a little bit about how women of color experience this sense of being both invisible and hyper-visible. So we know that women of color are severely underrepresented in upper-level management. Um, Research shows that only about 4% of women of color are represented in C-level positions. So they not only encounter this sense of being invisible, they're kind of this numerical rarity, but also there's this sense of hypervisibility. And that is evident when women of color are kind of the token, their presence is always felt. Um, You know, for example, if there's a conversation about race, we typically want to refer to the women of color in the room to kind of share her story. Um, And so this kind of uh, hypervisibility and invisibility does create this sense of um, kind of discomfort for a lot of women of color, and it really prevents them from sharing their story. How can others in the workplace be helpful to women of color in those situations? I think there is some accountability for women who are not a, a person of color. 
it's important that they kind of restate um, what another woman of color says. So for instance, if you find yourself in a meeting and a woman of color is, is speaking up and, and sharing her perspective, um, I think it's important that you um, restate her perspective just to ensure that everyone um, in the meeting heard what she said. Um, and I think this shows solidarity. I think it's critical for all women in the workplace to kind of show um, their support for their colleagues. Um, and then also, you know, I think this question kind of highlights the importance of allyship um, and the importance of, you know, uh, white women uh, developing uh, ally-based relationships with women of color um, and really kind of getting to know them, getting to know what some of their struggles are, concerns in the workplace, and really kind of serving as the spokesperson um, and elevating their perspectives um, to leadership. You've also written about the value of talking less and listening more. What do you mean by that? And why is it so important? Personally, to me, uh, leadership is about elevating voices and sharing space and sharing talk time. So as a leader, it's important that you are cognizant and you are aware of how much space and talk time you take up in meetings. Um, I think this is a great skill when it comes to how to be culturally competent as a leader. Um, it's also just an example of empathy and really knowing your employees. So I think it's important um, in terms of what this means. Um, I think work cultures really need to encourage information sharing and they need to have a culture where people feel okay giving constructive feedback. And, you know, when people give constructive feedback, we don't necessarily need to see these people as complainers or people who are not team players. Everyone has an opinion. It's important to talk less, give women of color a platform to speak, because this is a platform that they are not often given in a workplace. But we want to ensure their safety, and we also want to ensure that we retain them. You've also spoken about the need for leaders to create an environment of psychological safety in the workplace. Can you tell us a bit about that? So psychological safety, basically, it's a term that illustrates the need for employees to be protected in terms of their mental and psychological and emotional health. And so it's kind of this protection against fear of uh, retaliation or termination for speaking out or offering constructive advice or criticism about a company's policies. And so I do see this as kind of embedded in, in our workplace culture. This is how we need to be protecting our employees. We really need to ensure that they have access to a supportive environment that encourages them to be their authentic self. And in terms of how managers can help support that, like I said before, I think it's encouraging this culture of information sharing. I think role modeling of that culture is also important. So I think managers also need to be honest and authentic with feedback. Um, I think they need to share feedback publicly in a meeting. When it comes to employee feedback and kind of a one-on-one -on -one type basis, uh, if a manager is sharing feedback with another employee, I think that is great to model as well. 
And then also kind of modeling the ability to fail in a workplace or make mistakes. Um, I think that's also something that a manager needs to role model. So anytime that um, they've made a mistake or admitting that they don't know it, something or they need the help of their team, I think that's also critical as well. And then, you know, I think it's also important to say that managers really need to model a culture of praise and recognition. So when you see that an employee is doing well, um, and you want to commend their efforts. Um, I think it's important to publicly acknowledge that. I think it's important to model this culture of praise. And I think that's important for women of color because oftentimes their accomplishments go unnoticed. Dr. Graham has such great insights into creating progress in the workplace. So here's something good for today. Women can make a huge difference for other women in the workplace. To help support women of color, Dr. Graham says the first step is to recognize the special challenges women of color face and then create an environment of allyship. Second, for leaders, it's important to create workplaces that give people the space, time, and safety to speak openly and frankly. Finally, Dr. Graham reminds us that we all need the opportunity to fail. A workplace that offers that, along with a culture of praise and recognition, is one where women of color and all employees can thrive. Thank you for listening and please share today's something good with others in your life. This is Kim Azzarelli, co-author of Fast Forward and co-founder of Seneca Women. To learn more about Seneca Women, go to SenecaWomen.com or download the Seneca Women app free in the App Store. Here's Something Good is a production of the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Have a great day. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, Check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.